Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 38. This week we got the juicy bits, including a woman giving surprise birth after thinking she had food poisoning, a Filipino drink and sauce on you, featuring Yana Gilbuena of Solo Series, and more. Episode 38. Ah, real monsters! Yeah, yeah! Hold up, bitch, sit down. Hold up, hold up. Be hungry. Hold up. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Be hungry. Hey, taste buds. What's up? This is Dine Peace. This is Chavid. Welcome to episode 38. Yeah. So I just learned about Dirty Eight. That's such a hyper SF joke, but any of our local listeners will be like, hey, yeah, yay. <laughs> so I guess the 38 line is crazy. I feel like it's the most actively used bus line here in San Francisco. And that's why it has that name because it's so commonly traversed that it leaves those types of results there. I don't know if I've been on it. I might have, but not, it's not a main tra- transportation it's, route. It's cool. It's cool. Whatever. This is not a bus line podcast. Yes, you're right. This is a food podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, do you have any shout outs this week? So today we are with Big Bad Wolf. Yes. And we're doing our first collab Dinner, I guess, with Big Bad Wolf. Sold out collab dinner? Sold out an hour collab dinner? Less than an hour, I believe. Yeah, like 20, 30 minutes. Thanks, Hedge. Hedge and Big Bad Wolf is doing this series called the Anti-Mukbang Mukbang Club. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like that's a very specified joke and reference, but if you get it, it really pops. Yeah, so she's doing this mini series of dinners at her residence, and it's a more intimate setting. Um, This is a place where she can test out new recipes or execute things that she couldn't do on a large scale. Yeah. So yeah, we're very excited uh, to be in her home today. Yo, it's smelling really good. I cannot wait to try these things. Like. Because I know our guests don't know what we're eating, but thanks to your leak, I know what we're eating. Yeah. So everyone's I in wait. for a treat. Oh Super my exciting. God. So yeah. good. So I guess two for the listeners to get the joke. So it's kind of two puns coming into one. So in streetwear, there's this brand called Antisocial Social Club. They're just these screen printed t shirts. They sell out really quick. FB gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the other part of the joke is that in Korea, in mukbang, is this video sensation of people eating on the internet and people are watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you listen to this show, you should know what either of those mean. But in case any of you guys don't, that's what they mean. So thank you, Hedge, for hosting us. Um, I kind of want to get through this bit so we can just start eating. Hell yes. Because it smells so, so damn good. good. Oh, one more shout out too. Yes. Shout out to last guest, Charles, a.k.a. Gout Clout. Which you can follow him on IG now, at Gout Clout. So this is where <laughs> he's going to be posting all of his gout-friendly food adventures at. Yeah, and that's really cool because I feel like it's been a long time coming. Um, he's already generated a lot of good content. He knows how to create a lot of good content. Absolutely. And you probably should have been able to gather that too from listening to him on our last episode. So his clout only grew even <laughs> much more this past week. As much as those pancakes he was eating? Sorry, yes. I went ahead of you to make the joke, but I had to do it. Graham is a Japanese-style uh, souffle pancake that just opened. and um, Actually, it has, it's technically still soft open, I think. Soft, soft open, yeah. Soft as the pancake. <laughs> yes. Again. So Charles, I mean, gout clout, <laughs> hit up a lot of our friends and was like, hey, I'm going to go. I want to go. I have to work. So I, I was like, I can't go with you. But then no one actually was able to go. Except for the, all the people that joined him in line. <laughs> yes. So he got there, I think he said at 8.30 a.m. 8.30 a.m. Third in line. They didn't open till 12. 11 or 12, oh, something, something like that. Yeah. He was third in line. Actually, number one is Anchoy Bep 
diner. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like he's come, I see him all the time. But anyways, yeah, he got to go and eat. was number three, got on the social media of their page. And I think caught the attention of the news lady. At News Lady <laughs> Eats. At News Lady Eats. Shout out to Dion Lim of ABC7. Yes. Thank you for covering our good friend and for putting him on because he so much deserves it. <laughs> totally. For his diligence, for his energy. For what he contributes to the vibe, yes, he's a good guy overall. Totally. So shout out to all of that. Um, yep. I really want to try these pancakes. Oh, as an Easter egg, he went to the bread machine that we talked about oh, a couple shows yes. ago. Yes, he did try. He's. But I, he, I think I he did. said he didn't get one because it sold out by the time he got there. Oh, okay, okay. But because we talked about it, he went and checked it out. Oh, that's really sweet. So and it's unfortunate he was not able to try the bread, but it's cool that he went to the machine. Yeah. Just to fulfill that quest. That bread quest. (laughs) So what have you been up to lately? So Culinary Confidential just ended, I believe. Mm -hmm. So I got to work at Barya's dinner and then I attended Mark Pexon's dinner, Ali Wustang, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the second Kamayan I've ever done. First one was uh, for producer Flan Reyes' birthday a few years back. And that was super. Oh, that was fun. That was my first time experiencing that. So that was super cool. And so Mark's style, it was uh, combining French techniques with Filipino flavors. And he coursed out the Kamayan meal. Wow. That's a game changer. So did he swap out banana leaves for each one? Yeah. Oh, wow. They were, so he basically rolled it up and took it off. And then the next layer was ready oh, to be cleaned. Oh, that's pretty cool. So good. So highlights of Mark's dinner at Dinaguan head cheese on grilled bread. Oh, man. His grandmother made it. You did keep mentioning to us there was a lot of French influence in this meal. And right off the bat, that sounds like very French influence. And I was like, whoa, your grandmother made this? And so I've never had dinaguan before, so I don't know what it's supposed to taste like. And a lot of the things that I ate during Mark's dinner were things I've never had before. All I know is that I ate it and it was delicious. But I know that I don't have the same relationship as the other diners that are to familiar. those dishes. To those exactly. Dishes. Okay. And so they like I, I heard a lot of like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And I'm just like, this is delicious. <laughs> I have but no I reference point, but I, I like no it. I have no reference point, but it was so, so good. Very cool. Yeah. So shout out to Mark for that. That was a, a very successful meal, in my opinion. Yeah, it sounded really good. I, I got a lot of FOMO from watching that of your story. You also went right after doing your pop up that day, too. Yeah. It's even more impressive. That's crazy. So subtle flex to you, too. You sold out of your banh mis in an hour, 45 minutes. Yes. You made 50, 60 banh mis that quick. 60 banh mis. So a quick little flex shout out to yourself for <laughs> doing you, that, thank too. Thank you, thank you. And that you're able to pack up so quickly, play Uno with us at the park. Yeah. And then go to this dinner. So kudos to you for that. Yeah, hopefully um, we can return back to Dolores Outpost and do this, especially during this summer. Yeah, I would love to slaying banh mis from Dolores Outpost again. That oh, was, was super fun. tasty. I can't wait to. <laughs> So that way, too, for the folks that missed out or sold out too quick before they got there, you'll have another chance. So maybe look out for that kind of announcement soon if those could even come out. Yeah, Mark's dinner sounded really good. I was bummed I couldn't make it. Yeah, and super hopefully tasty. And I'll be able to jump on the next time he does it. Yes. <gasps> so we traveled Yeah. to go see this music producer that you wanted to see. Yeah, uh, Onra from Paris. He's a beat maker that I've really liked for a lot of years. Um, this isn't a music podcast. Uh, look up his music if you want. He's really dope. He barely plays in America. So we went down the peninsula to San Jose. Yeah, we ate some good stuff. Reggie and uh, my friends Vu Bang have told me about this place. It's called Super Good Kitchen. It lives up to its name. Right next to Mini Boss. I guess it's an, a popular new kind of like barcade mm-hmm. uh, for adults. Which does work too. In because, downtown San Jose. Yeah, which works because if the restaurant gets too crowded, you're able to kind of like 
take your food and eat in there. Mm-hmm. If you're 21 and up, of course. I mention that because my sister goes to school there and she's not of age yet. So unfortunately, that sucks for at least another year. But um, very convenient if you can and you need the space to eat all those delicious things. So super good food kitchen. That was kind of a mouthful. <laughs> As was the food. Thing. Yes, Sorry. yes. It was bad. It was bad. I knew, before I, said, I knew it before I said it. Sorry. So um, they uh, identify with Southeast Asian flavors. I think they have Pan-Asian. Yes. Um, I, I think we've talked about this theme a lot on the show too. Growing up Asian American, kind of in Northern California, even though you may be of one heritage, you, we get the privilege of being able to try so many different types of Asian food growing up that by the time you get to like, you know, our types of age, you've had so many other Asian cuisines food that you at least feel somewhat literate in them because you grew up eating them or your friends, that's what they are. So they were able to introduce that to you as well. We went with a pretty hefty group of people. So we were basically able to try everything. That's the best and then plan some. ever. Um, what I loved about it was like, oh, I, I've been kind of craving a green uh, tea leaf salad. And they got you. I got You got me. <laughs> like, oh, Vietnamese uh, clay pot catfish. Got me. Yeah. Korean spicy noodles. Boom. Yeah. A, fr- a simple fried rice, which they still did very well. I like Kimchi the pickles. Kimchi fried rice. Got us. Uh, dry fried rings. Wings. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Um, eggplant dish that which was- came out looking like meat almost. It looked like meat. And like eggplant's usually in like a garlicky sweet sauce. Yeah. This eggplant was smoked. That's what I think threw all of us off in a good way. So it was just like very earthy and- oh. So if you're a fan of Mediterranean food, we talked about it, gave you a lot of baba ganoush vibes. Totally. And um, it sat in like this really like silky soy type sauce that had the, the fat bubbles were so- so and it was like perfect memorable. little circles of fat bubbles on top. And it very was, it IG was friendly, guys. Very, very, very IG friendly, guys. I feel like it's a beacon in the San Jose food scene now that it's like kind of up and running because I don't know if it's soft open. It's still very newly open. So I mean, I haven't been this excited about a restaurant in a long time. And it's fast cash, too, and which is cool for you guys. To and know, I like, was so impressed. What impressed me the most was. Oh, wait, wait. wait. We haven't even got through the full menu yet because I know what you're going to say. Oh, gosh. Um, so, we also oh. need to run through the pork jowl. Pork jowl, very oh my gosh! Pork jowl with bird's eye chilies, nook chum. Bird's eye chili, nook chum. With um, the leaf, what was the leaf that it came with? Bok choy. Okay, that was bok choy. We created a nice little wrap for you to get yeah, through. Yeah, that was one. That was a really good dish for oh, me. Oh, the the Saiyan snacks, the super Saiyan snacks. Super Saiyan snacks, fried. which was fried chicken skin, like chicharron chicken skin, dusted in egg Yo. yolk powder, and then you sprinkle crystal hot sauce on top. Came with it with a packet. I yeah, love so that touch. Yeah, it's in touch. a bag with a packet of crystal hot sauce. Oh man, this was a solid meal. I was so glad we had a big group because we literally got like at least two thirds of the menu and that's the best way to try and a place like you this. you and I had road chili cheese fries from Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> I thought so, you didn't even mention that. So achieve it. It was my uh, seventh year anniversary in the Bay recently. Bayversary. Jordan picked me up with a bag of Wiener Schnitzel. Because you're my co-host and I care. <laughs> and it's, my, it's all I've been wanting for a long time. <laughs> I love Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> And yeah, that was our appetizer to all this. And we still got there and threw down, surprisingly. I'm proud so of us. So good. Now, the dessert. Yeah, that was... This is something <laughs> I pray that they never get rid of. So I was like, the bird's eye chilies were quite spicy from the pork jowl. Which we got two orders of, by the yes. way. Yes. And so Baby Jazz of Good Company Radio, she was like, let's get shaved ice. I'm like, down. So I go order it and there's... It says shaved ice and the next line is a pretty long line. Of stuff. Of just flavors. And so I asked the Filipino chef of the duel of mm. Supergood Kitchen. Okay. She said... Yeah, because I was sitting at the table. I didn't go up to see that exchange that you went when you went up there so to order. So she... I asked her, I was like, oh, what's the best popular flavor? And she was like, oh. no, oh. it's it's one... That's all of it comes in one. That was the game-changing moment and to I you, right? And I was like, what? That was the mind-blowing moment, all right? All of it? Yeah. What? That's insane. 
see. Yo, because again, myself believe- too, I'm not a big dessert person as much as I'll enjoy a good dessert. It's not always like on the top of my mind to order one. The fact that it kind of revealed itself in such a way, I think it blew all of us away because I'll get so full off the savory items and I want to kind of, I'd rather save my appetite to get through as many savory dishes as I can. As much as I like good dessert, it's it's more like, oh, if we have time and room, cool. It's not always on the top of my list to do. It wasn't even in the frame of my mind to get it when you were talking about getting it. And then I was really glad that you did because it blew my mind too. So this is this is what it read. You had to take the time to look it up. It's that important. Citrus granita, milk and honey ice cream, rose sago, lychee milk, kiwi, and shiso. And that was all layered. See, I could see how you would get confused in thinking, and thinking, oh, which like, one do I get? Oh, which, which one? I was like, they all sound good. I don't know which route I want to go. Yeah. I have to do agree. I with... Do I want to do acidic? Do I yeah. want to go creamy? Do I want to go floral? I do like, have to agree with you, too. I think this is probably the best dessert I've had in a long time. The only one that stands out in my mind, the only one I would, I, I've been craving it now. Like I'm I've been craving wa- it. I've been wanting to go back and get it. San Jose so far. <laughs> so good. It's worth going there for. Shout so. out to Super Good Kitchen having a very, very fun menu. Yeah. Like I, like I haven't had a dining experience where I've been so excited in a long or time. Or I think even impressed because I think you and I, we out of boredom and out of necessity, we both read a lot of menus from day to day. And this is one where I keep even going back to read it to just get excited again because yeah, it's, it's a really fun so menu. So fun. And um, I only hope they get more and more success, but not enough where it makes their line super long where it's hard for us to go back. Yeah. But um, enough where they'll do well enough and that we can still go there and not have to wait too long to get the food. Oh, man, that was a good meal. I guess to wrap up this segment, too, you had Flan and I do a thing and I'm oh. answering it. So you can like, yes. oh my God, I'm just mad because I lost. So it was after an Anchoy event. Yeah, Laughing Monk Brewery, Bunseo. Yes. Pop-up. You guys came over to record. The previous show. The previous show. Yep. And um, I had a lot of prepped food already. I, we made a bunch of Bunseos for us. While recording. While recording. We also, I packed lunch and dinner for all three of us for the next few days. And I still had more prep stuff. So I, I gave you guys Persian cucumbers, sliced tofu. The cucumbers were also already sliced. Yeah, sliced, sliced, yeah. sliced cucumbers, sliced tofu, and white rice. Yeah, and, and originally I, I think we just took and these I in- each gave you guys like packed food, like food ready to warm up, ready to eat, like extra bunsells, right? Ingredients. <laughs> so I think at first we just left the it recording was, that day, was, yeah, like whatever. We, we have it. extra stuff. Yes. And then. And then I think Flan sent me a picture first of what he made with that. Oh wait, no, that's that's our, I don't even remember how it started anymore. I just yeah. got lost in the competition. So Flan made something with it. Yeah. And I was like, what did you make, David? And you didn't do anything yet. Yeah. And then you came back with something. Yeah. And then, then you're like, and then John elevated. came back with something. He, I think he, he took, elevated. Yeah. He, he like destroyed that first and then started all over again. So what, what Dime Piece is trying to say is <laughs> we created we had an unplanned impromptu, impromptu competition, food competition. Hold on. I was just trying to eat. I wasn't even trying to compete. No, it it didn't become a cup. Com- I turned it into a competition. Yeah, no, I was just like, okay, all these things, it's going to be some fried rice. And I was like, yo, here's a picture of my fried rice, guys. It's simple. I wasn't thinking too hard. I didn't do anything about aesthetic. I was just like, yeah, it's smacking. Shout out to Charles. I think I was on the same wave too, but I feel like the universe just kind of pulled it this way because I was kind of in no, the same vibe. I was the one that was like, yeah, this is yours. A, this was a dine piece production kind of. We were just the pawns in this situation, but then we all kind of played into it because we were into it. Yeah. We played into it because, okay, I just had to say that again in my head. So we had our very first own sit down, be hungry, chopped. Chopped? Chopped? Sure, wait, to avoid, can we just call it like diced? Diced, all right. Diced. We'll call it doused, diced. Doused. 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 Yes. 
Because then I made a fried rice where knowing that I was like, oh, I guess I have to make it look cooler than Flan's. So I kind of did one better. And then Flan kind of, I think, re-enhanced his and made it even more stunty. I was like, yo, fuck you, Jordan. (laughs) It was hilarious. So I had these photos and I was like, I need the people's vote. Yeah. I need answers. Time to take it to the polls. Take it to the streets. Yeah. And so I shared it on my story. I shared it on um, Sit Down, Be Hungry. I shared it on our ASL group chat on Telegram. We let the people decide. And not only did we get like, you know, who they chose, but we got reasons on why they chose. Because I think a lot of people know that voted know both of us and they felt like they had to pick alliances or loyalties. And it kind of divided people a little bit. Like, were you team Flan or were you team Chavid? Yeah. Um, so the MVP voter goes out to Jugmac, the dude. At Slaps and Smacks. At Slaps and Smacks. Go to our Sit Down Be Hungry page and go to Do the- Do we have it up as an archive thing yet? Because I feel like we can put it back I up ha- now it's done. No, it's, I, it's up there. Okay. No, it's, no, it's not on the story. It's a post. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You can so find it So when I shared too. the winner of the competition, I put Jugmac's uh, review on there. Most valuable review? Most valuable review. So, and also I regret to inform- Flan one. It's all good. It was close. So, it was close. So we started talking um, about it a little more, and I think it would be a really fun game for us to do. Yeah. And so maybe we're going to shoot to do this like once a month. Yeah. Either it's Flan and I cooking again. Maybe it's you, the listener, cooking I, what again. What I envision is that listeners, please DM us. Send us two photos of your two best dishes. Should it be like made out of leftover stuff? Could that be the requirement? No, so we're going we're gonna to choose the ingredients. Oh, okay. And the participant has to get those ingredients. Yes. I'm, I'm into this. Yeah. Now that I've done my duty in the kitchen, I want to be judgmental now. So yes. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So please, if you'd like to participate in the next Sit Down, Be Hungry Chopped, I mean Diced. Diced. <laughs> diced. Please um, send us two photos and, uh, and you know your info, and then we'll we'll put you in the drawing. Also, I'll be a, I'll be a graceful loser. So, congrats, Flan. You deserve it. You and your stunt fried rice won the hearts of everyone. It is now time for the juicy bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. Oh yeah! <laughs> Aren't you gonna ask me what they are? Well, tell me. Yeah, but you have to ask me. Well, Jordan, David, <laughs> what are they? Okay. Let's start with the first one. Okay, so this first one comes from LA Magazine. LA grocery stores are selling out of celery thanks to the global celery juice movement. If you had trouble hunting down celery at your local organic market, Iru Juan says sales of the veggie have jumped 400% or have had to listen to that one friend on that one brunch about her daily celery juice habit. So I actually witnessed this interaction about the celery at Trader Joe's like mm, last weekend, I believe. Okay. Um, so this was, I would say, like... Around noon, the guy that was putting produce into the shelf, another guy came over and asked him, like, hey, is there any more celery? And he's like, no, there's no more. Oh, he's so like, you witnessed it. Yeah. Have- he's like, no, not no more. He's like, we're only allowed to sell a case a day. Wow. And so they just can't. By noon, they were sold out of what they could sell for their day already because of this juice cleanse. Judging from the basket of this guy's like groceries, he wasn't needing celery for juicy. He needed it for his dinner. Oh. Like it was part of his whatever he was cooking. The way that we're probably more used to consuming it rather exactly. than the juice craze. Because I mean, pretty much the juice craze is like a lot of the other juice crazes. Like people are deciding now that it's like the new thing thing that if you have it in your juice, it'll well, it'll the, you so the, much more benefits. No, it's a current trend right now where you're purely drinking celery juice. Oh, that's that's, a, that's the next like diet cleanse. That's the current diet cleanse right now. So See, that's, that's why there's such a, a up spike in celery sales. There's <laughs> no fun there. Growing up, either celery, you're having it like 
for me at least, having it like in a wok stir fry or with peanut butter and raisins on it. I didn't, I never, coming really, home from school. I ate celery and stuffing and that's about it. You know, on its own, people maybe think, yeah, it is a little bland, but I feel like when it's kind of a supporting cast member, it does offer a lot of backbone to a lot of these flavors. So I feel like these juice trends kind of come in waves and like there's like that certain chosen item. And I feel like right now this is just the one in the spotlight, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really affect me too much on the day because I can't remember the last time I went to the grocery store and was like, okay, I need to buy celery. Yeah. Like I said, the only time I ever buy it is to make stuffing. I'm a big fan of more savory vegetables, let's say like eggplant or something or mushrooms. Now, if those were used for juice, I might be a little more heated because I just want to- That's kind of weird. Right? But I, I feel like- it's only a matter of time till maybe someone's going to be like, oh, this is the next thing. I saw a bunch of girls on Instagram doing it. I've I mean, seen people's stories. I mean, there's a picture of the juice in the article, but I don't know if it's a stock photo or the real thing. But it is like a pretty fluorescent green, so maybe that does make it a little more Instagram friendly. I don't know. I've never actually had this juice. I don't know if I'd want to try it, but I feel like now it'd be too hard because it's too scarce. But I'd be curious, not for health reasons, but for taste reasons. Don't worry, people who need celery for their normal use. We won't be buying it. It's just a fad, and I'm sure it will die. <laughs> there will be some other starred vegetable that you got to put in later. I just hope it's not like mushrooms or eggplants, because those are some of my favorite vegetables that I love for flavor. I hope you don't find any health benefits in them, because I'd rather have them in my saute pan rather than my $9 juice. <laughs> so this next one comes to us from The Takeout. Like, not takeout food, but like... <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, new with, I'm new at entering this segment, so give me a break here. It's um, okay. Yeah. Woman gives birth to surprise baby after thinking she had food poisoning. What? (laughs) What the hell? The stock photo is just like baby feet, which I was like, oh, that's kind of anticlimactic. Patricia Crawford of Keyfort, New Jersey, recently gave birth to a surprise baby. She was up all night expecting that she had food poisoning. By the time she got back to the toilet area, all of a sudden a baby came sliding out. That's crazy. This is shit you hear like on Maury Povich, you know? <laughs> but like... And I'm I, like, how did you not know you were pregnant? Did you not have your menstrual cycle? Well, maybe you forgot... Well, again, the Weren't article... you extra hungry? The article did does... Did you feel nauseous? <laughs> I don't know the answers to all these questions, but... <laughs> like, I'll, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, maybe, again, the article does state she was kind of preoccupied by the death of her father a year ago, and maybe she has a weak immune system where she gets food it poisoning It doesn't make red. you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking on the other side of this, I have been very full before where I did feel like things weren't going to go well, uh-huh. but I don't think I would expect a child to be a result of that. What did she eat that she thought she had food poisoning? Um, it doesn't really specify, which, That's is, the what sad, I want to which know. is the sad part of the article. But again, I don't know where Keyport, New Jersey is, but I don't know what the culinary scene is looking like over there. This might be uninformed, but maybe it's assuming it could be fast food or maybe some kind of food that would give you food poisoning. I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, we've all been that full before or maybe felt Did that this baby w- survive? The article does not specify, but I would assume so. I mean, I feel like if it went bad, they would say so as well. So maybe at the time of reading this article, maybe things are still doing okay. If she has food poisoning again, maybe she'll think she's going to have another kid. Oh my gosh, no. That's I don't crazy. know. But She's like, I'm eating clean from now on. Well, what's the fullest you've ever been before? What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is when I started. Remember, we talked about this when I started Invisalign. Oh. Well, we went to go eat Sichuan. May's house? And then I couldn't snack all day, so I was so hungry. I ate so much. I wanted to lay, I needed to lay down. <laughs> but at least you didn't become a parent afterwards. No, I didn't have a child. I think at any at the most points, we've all had food babies. I dropped them off at the yeah. pool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at one point or other, we've all had food babies, but I guess for this particular woman's case, it became a real baby afterwards. That's crazy. And so this last one comes to us from Pop Sugar, which we've gotten from before. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm reading this also in the the narrative of the author. 
I'm 25 years old, which I'm not, and admittedly very pumped about these new Lunchable breakfast sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So here, let me show you the article. Let me take I'm it. 37 years old, and I'm excited about that. I love Lunchables. I, think I do deli- too. I think they're, they're delicious. I love the other comparisons where they're like, okay, these were the charcuterie plates before you knew what charcuterie plates were. If we look at the picture, it's real. The picture is the Lunchables brunch. They call them brunchables. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> that makes and perfect the one, sense. And the one in the photo is bacon and cheese. It comes with like a little, it's like a flatbread almost. And then there's like a little layer of cheese and bacon and a blueberry muffin. It sounds it's very good. good. It's, a, it's a fine snack there. <laughs> yeah, so the author says- But some to of, be honest, like I would just want a regular Lunchables instead. Really? Like, yeah. let's say it's eight in the morning. Do you still want your... I eat breakfast at midnight and I'll eat dinner for breakfast. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so would you want to try these things? I'm going to try it, but I'll just think I'll... I'm gonna, if I'm going to go down that rabbit hole, then I'm going to go get a regular Lunchables. Yeah, yeah. So the article's... Fuck the building your pizza one. <laughs> I want Which, the cracker you ever... cheese and meat. So the heck I used I to do... I never got one. What? I just want the OG. You just want the charcuterie board. Yeah. With the government cheddar and the... I were love you, it. Were you a hammer or a turkey Lunchable I did person? both. I would Bo- alternate. Oh, okay, because <laughs> I remember too, like when I felt fancy or I felt spoiled. I think there was one where they like mixed the two, and that's when I felt like I was living like the ultimate life of luxury <laughs> when I could get the one that had the combo. Because there was also remember there was also like the condensed one, and then there was the full one. There was like mm-hmm. the one that just had oh yeah yeah the crackers, that's right. and, the, and then there was like the fancy one that had like a Capri Sun and a piece of candy in it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I felt like I was living large when I got that one. But my hack was when I got the pizza one. The little times I did um, at school, you would just microwave it. And I feel like that blew a lot of minds of my peers at the time. Uh, I remember in school, we did not have a microwave that we were allowed to touch. Oh, it was my daycare. They were like kind of chill about it. Oh, and that was like... They were pretty chill. I think because you, you, you showed them that level of trust and you're like, hey, I just want to warm up my pizza Lunchable. And they'd be like, okay. <laughs> I remember being a kid. My, we lived a block away from school. My grandma would bring my sister and I um, hot Vietnamese lunch. Ooh, that kind of does trump Which is like, man, I want that every day now. Well, I feel like... But as a, like, I was jealous of all my classmates who did have Lunchables. Because that's money. Well, yeah, because it's like an extra thing to buy. Like my lunch was made from whatever we had already. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I used to be mad jealous of everyone else with their Lunchables. And then I had... De- very delicious Vietnamese food, but, but it's just, you know, like a, you know how it, it is. How it was back then, yeah. For sure. So the unfortunate thing about the Lunchables brand is that they decided to launch them on social media on April 1st. Oh, no. I feel like that's such a dumb idea because, yes. like, this article is very real and, like, they really did launch this product. Like, what are they thinking by launching it that day? No one's going to believe it. Also, I have to admire your microphone holding an ice cream eating stance right now. Hello. <laughs> Shout out, to, shout out to Swenson's down the street and mm-hmm. shout out to our friends that got it for us while we were recording. Mm-hmm. If I start to see these in the store, maybe I'll pick one up because I'm very intrigued. Like, Because now I want to I put forth that same theory. Is microwaving this going to improve it at all um, with the cheese and the egg thing? Or actually, does it come with egg? It actually does not come with egg. So I don't know if this is they can really market this as a, as a, as a breakfast thing. That's more of a continental breakfast lunch. It, lunch right. Break. Right? Continental breakfasts are such cheats. Like, they're not, they shouldn't even be a thing. Mm-mm. Like, it's, it's a cop out. I'm not a really big fan of hotel breakfast anyway. I'm not a big fan of breakfast in general. There are some exceptions. Yeah, because you're sleeping. I'm sleeping and enjoying. Let's be real. Yeah, my <laughs> breakfast is sleeping. Yes. And then my lunch is just lunch. But if I saw these in the store, I would maybe like to try it when I come home drunk one day. Yes. And that's the best applications for me in my life right now. All right. It's that time. What time is it? The most controversial bit on this podcast. It's called Saucin' On You. We name three food items. You've got to pick one and never have again. We are joined by a very, very, very special guest today. 
Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hi, I'm Yana Gilbuena, founder of Salad Series and author of No Forks Given. I am so happy that you're here with us. Yo, and thank you so much. And not no, only that, thank we're you. having dinner. Yeah. I know. This is so We're cool. sharing a meal. So for the folks that don't know what you do, can you kind of expand a little bit on what those things are that you listed? Okay. Um, so what I do is I travel and I cook and I... A dream job. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do Kamayan dinners and um, I would say what I'm best known for is bringing Kamayan to all 50 states of America and beyond. So I think a lot of the listeners of the show know what that means, but for the listeners that might not, can you explain what that is to people? Yes. So Kamayan is the act of eating with your hands, with or without banana leaves. Oh. <laughs> but it yeah, looks, that's not a prerequisite. But the ban- yes. banana leaf looks better for Instagram. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> it makes the dinner. It makes the saturation filter do a also, lot more work. easier cleanup. Work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all compost. Yes. Yeah. Well, so thank you so much. I know you're really busy, so thank you for taking the time to being here. Are you, you ready to get rid of a food item, though? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Ready. All right. What, so are the, what are the options? So as per request from Flan, this week we're going to do uh, Filipino drinking foods. Ooh. Okay. I All like right. that. Yeah. This will be my first time pronouncing this, too, on mic, so apologize <laughs> if I butcher it. But the three Sorry options. For butchering. Uh, the first one's bulaklak, which is the pork intestine, yes. fried pork intestine. Chicharong bulaklak. Yes. Yes. And then um, sisig. Yes. And balut. Balut. Yeah. Balut. Okay. Yes. okay. I'm Chinese. Sorry. <laughs> I love no. all three. So balut, I'm gonna keep. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. On the show, we eat that quite often <laughs> <laughs> at my house. <laughs> bulaklak is new to me. I've only had it within the last few years. And so I think I'm going to be okay to get rid of it. I haven't had too much experience with it. And the few times that I've had it, it was tasty. One sober in the morning, which really fucked me up for the day. Yeah. (laughs) I took two naps that day. (laughs) And then the other time was my first time at Lucky Chances a few months ago. Nice. And I was too inebriated to even really remember. So I think I'm going to get rid of it just because I haven't had, uh, not that I didn't have a great experience, but I don't have any fond memories of it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So wait, you haven't even touched on Cisig at all. So it's a definite oh, stay. Yeah, it's staying. It's staying. I mean, I'm, getting some... rid, I'm getting rid of the other thing. Yeah, yeah, but maybe do expand. I eat Cisig way more now. Okay. So I can't get rid of it. Okay, valid, valid, valid. All right, Antiana. So my question is, if she got rid of one, can we can, I do, we, we can we have the same, have the same thing? Yeah. Okay. You can, you can do however you feel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, so I'm definitely gonna get rid of the bulaklak, mainly because I've cooked it so many times uh-huh. I was like oh my god the smell just stays in your house forever oh, like man. I was just like I can't I can't um, yeah the fry smell Ooh. oh it's we're it's just talking about the fry smell today more. oh it's the intestines when you boil it first oh. and so it's just like it doesn't even matter how many aromats you put in there it's, it's just like it's gonna oh it just lingers oh yeah so oh, that yeah. outweighs the, the enjoyment you get from eating it oh yeah I mean I will eat it if someone prepares it but i like out of all those three, that's like on the lowest rung. Okay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love bulaklak. Yes. But, ordering it somewhere else. But I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm definitely keeping balut because that for me was something that I've always had ever since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like a treat for me. So I had to be a good girl for like the entire day so that I can have balut at night. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Definitely keeping balut. Um, Sisig. To be honest, if you ask me to get rid of either Balut or Sisig, Sisig's going to go away. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Because Sisig is new for me, too, and Balut is since I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, to be fair, like I enjoy seasick. I enjoy making seasick, both the pork, the vegetarian, the fish, all those options. But balut is just just takes the cake. It's like you know, like, comfort drinking food. Seasick <laughs> is like you can get it anytime, and I feel like I mean, yes, you can get balut anytime, but that's not something you eat anytime. Yes, you know. What yes. I mean? So yeah, I feel you on that. Okay. All right, okay. David. Often when we do this segment, there's always it's hard to pick three that are like kind of an equal playing field, right? There always tends to be the one that like you know is staying. Yeah. So I think I gotta agree with you guys that Sisig is staying as well too. Yes. Because growing up Chinese American, I didn't get to eat too much Filipino food till maybe like middle school and after. So I was kind of exposed to it a little late in the game as well too. And I think adobo Sisig are like some of the entryway ones for people that aren't as familiar with the cuisine. Because that was my intro to it, a lot of sentimental flavors are yes. there for me too. Plus it's crispy and like fried up. Yes. That's why that needs to stay for me for sure too. Um, Cause it's crispy and it's salty. Yeah. Um, so and it just what, looks dope as fuck coming out in that hot plate. Yeah. That's like the only thing Sizzling. Different. Like yes. the, like the better way egg. to use a fajita yes. skillet. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that does kind of translate that. I'm going to keep Buluk Luck as well. Ooh. I'm actually shocked about that. I love intestines, though. I never make it at home, so I never feel those those pains of having to make it at home. The only time I've ever eaten intestines with you is at Spices. But also it's a lot in Hong Kong cafes and stuff like that, too. So okay. I always get it like the late night waffle, uh, waffle puff spots. I'll always get it. Go ahead, Yana. You could crunch. Go ahead and crunch. Sorry. Everyone knows we're at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In case we didn't mention already, we are very lucky to be hosted by Hedgen of Big Bad Wolf, friend of the yes. show. Yes. She's doing an amazing dinner for us here. So if you hear some crunching and, this and some music. this is our second live taping. Yeah. Really? What was the first one? Uh, very Drunk Handle It. Oh. Let's forget about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so let me, yeah, let me go ahead and further finish this. So I'll keep that because I just love intestines. For me, it's like texture-wise, it's like tripe mixed with bacon because you get that satisfying chewiness. Yes. But you also get the crunch. So not many other awful parts can you get both simultaneously. So whether it's in Filipino food, whether it's at a Hong Kong cafe where I grew up having it more often, yeah. if it's fried pork intestines... I'm very, very, very interested. So that's why it has to stay but for me. But isn't like the cheat code like, okay, I won't have Buluk Luck, but I'll have intestine a different way? That, well, I mean, hey, we've exposed a lot of loopholes on this segment before, There's too. Loopholes. I'm not saying I unearthed one, <laughs> yeah. but that's one I would probably fully utilize had we carried this out IRL. So I would probably <laughs> go to Spices and get my intestine there if I had to get rid of it. Hey, fried intestine is fried intestine. There are subtleties in the way you can prepare it, but... If you just want that core taste of what fried intestine is, you can still get that. With that said, I do love Balut a lot. Um, Flan's been bringing it to me a lot more than I've ever had. Um, <laughs> we've, we've had countless discussions on how we want to use the, the broth in there for stuff. We, we had oh, this discussion yeah. once. <laughs> we had they this... want me to make a stunt bowl of pho using all we... Balut juice. <laughs> this, I was going to say, this is a fantasy we've all had. We're oh like, my God. how many Balut juices would it take to make, to make one bowl of noodles? Five dozen. Five dozen. We were like, it's going to cost us $80 to, to make, make one. this bowl. That's the whole food. Yeah. <laughs> $80 for one bowl of pho. <laughs> I mean, that would be a really expensive bowl of pho. Yeah. But, but it would taste so good. It will taste for, so for good. stunt and content value. Yeah. But also, it's a good aphrodisiac. So you'll be like, really like, you know, powered. But Lotus is considered an aphrodisiac. <laughs> oh. That's why the Titos eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they know something. They know they're wiser than us. <laughs> Even though I'm dropping, it's still another good uh, note to add about this dish too. Another friend of the show, Francis of Pinoy Heritage, he did that fried one that we had last year that I really liked. I don't know if you guys have saw that dish. Yes. He deconstructed it. He pulled out the, the, the fetus. The, he, the he, chick, yeah. He fried it. and then Because oh, you're going to fry anything, it's going to be good. But 
that dish I thought was amazing. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't what the essence of the, the dish is at its core, yeah. if you're used to eating it, but it was a fun enough departure of it where it's enough for me to remember to bring it up right now, too. Exactly, yeah. Oh, man, that was a tough one. That's cool, two <laughs> against one. Yeah, I'll t- hey, I'm down this we'll, time. We'll it's eat your balut. Okay, exactly. okay, that's fine. Exactly, yeah. How, how, how often have the three of these made appearances on your menus? A sisig appears the most. Okay. Well, also because it's easy to find pork everywhere. Okay. But even if I don't find pork, I'll always make, like, different iterations of it. So I actually do mushroom sisig more than I do oh. pork sisig. What? makes it sisig? So what makes it sisig is the calamansi, the soy sauce, and the Thai chilies. Okay. So essentially, a sisig is like the whole pig's head. So once you take that into consideration that there's different textures in the pig's head, and that includes the brain, and the tongue, and the snout, and the ears, you know, everything. everything. Yeah, all the yummy goodness. All the yummy So basically having to recreate that, but like in a vegetarian version, you have to factor in, like, where's the creaminess going to come from? Yeah. You know? Um, so that's where you add the mayo. And, you know, you ha- add, like, wood ear mushrooms. So there's that little bounce. That crunch, yeah. yeah. And then you have the shiitake and the oh, so your, oyster your mushrooms. Oh, so mushrooms. different kinds of mushrooms, yes. too. Oh, yeah. that sounds lovely. That's so cool. That I love really it. good. We love textures. Yes. Wow. Yes to textures. What's the most outrageous or the most kind of out there city you've done your pop-up in so far? Or, or hard to find ingredients? Ooh. It's a very good question. Um, Bismarck, North Dakota. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the room was like, whoa. That sounds, fu- yeah. <laughs> that sounds far. It's far and it's so isolated. Oh, my God. How did the guests like the food, though? They loved it because it was different from what they, mm. they've ever had. But I had to work with whatever Asian ingredients that they also had. Okay. And they didn't really have an Asian market in Bismarck, <laughs> North Dakota. No. Wow, yeah. that's really cool. I don't know if everyone's following and- Andrea Nguyen right now, but she's, oh, yes. she's in Minnesota right now, and I've been just watching, and she's been documenting Asian groceries that she's finding in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. It's so hilarious. I love it. She's like, oh, there's this here. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I wish, like, my Instagram game was that strong, like, back in, like, 2014, because otherwise you would just... You know, like you see all the different pockets Mm -hmm. of Asian populations throughout the United States. And it's always like, it's not just what Asian market is it, but what kind of Asians actually, you know, populate or like dominate the grocery aisle. That's a good point because I feel like living here in the Bay Area, we're very spoiled where we have that choice because it's so abundant. So that's why it was interesting for you to let us know that that's how it is in other parts of the country because I think often being here, we forget. I mean, yeah. You take it for granted that there's always an Asian market right around the corner. So I mean, we're, we're in our own bubble. You we know? are. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a tasty bubble, though. It just, ha- oh, it just has it's everything. A tasty, it's a tasty uh, milk tea. We're just oh. stuck in that bubble. Oh, my gosh. I know. They're bad. Uh, I told you. I'm thank sorry. God for California. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we had the best ingredients. <laughs> but, Yana, thank you so much for being here. No, thank, thank you. Thank you for eating with us. Thank you for getting rid of food with us. Thank and you. And what about this book that you have? Oh, what? What? Oh, what? <laughs> what book? This book. Don't you have a book? I do have a book. Um, I just finally printed it out, like, back in March. Uh-huh. So it took me, I think, a good two years or almost two years to like from Kickstarter to completion Mm -hmm. Um, and it's about my travels throughout the 50 states doing Kamayan dinners and it's called No Forks Given because obviously I give no forks yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's available for purchase 
Actually, it's not. Not yet. Because um, I only printed 600 copies, uh-huh. and um, the bulk of them have been kind of called for by oh. um, Kickstarter backers, pre-orders. Gotcha. Oh. Um, but please send out some positive juju that yes. Chronicle Books is going to let me know tomorrow <gasps> that they're going to pick it up. So so by the time this shows out, we'll let you know where I you can so. get it. Yes. So No, we're, they're going to get it because they're putting that vibe out. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's in the universe. It's in the Definitely. universe. It's in yes. the universe. <laughs> yes, that would be great. Thank you so much, Yana, for being Thank on our so show. Thank you so This is so fun. Yes. Yeah, where, can, uh, where can folks follow you at? Just speaking about Instagram. Uh, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is at Salo Series. And if you want to email me, saloseries at gmail.com or go to my website, www.saloseries.com. And we'll see you listeners at a future Salo Series dinner. Yes, please. I see so many familiar faces from last Yay. night's dinner. <laughs> it's strong. The brand is strong out here. The brands. The, the brands. brands. The numerous brands are strong out here. And thank you, Hedgen, for feeding us yes. this amazing food. Big Bad Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this wraps up our show. Thank you guys for listening, as always. Yes, we are so blessed to have BBW with us. Thank you so much, Yana, a.k.a. Salo Series, being on our show. Yo, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to finally meet her and get to kind of get a better scope of all the greatness that she's been doing. I mean, honestly, like, I haven't laughed that much at dinner in a long time. Yo. There was a little bit of enhancement, which I felt, like, (laughs) really set the mood for the room. And we had a great time. No forks given. No forks given. Juan's holding up his beautiful tote bag. (laughs) Trademark. Yana, or Salo Series. Yeah, at Salo Series. So make sure you get on that and try yeah. to attend one of these dinners. Also try to attend one of these Big Bad Wolf dinners. I, I think all of April's pretty much sold out. Yes. But I think if it goes well enough, she's going to do more. Absolutely. So make sure you do that. We probably will do another Sit Down, Be Hungry dinner. I'd love to. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Also, give us a call sometime. We have a phone number. Oh, yes. Are you guys ready for the phone number? Let's tell them. Do you have uh, a paper and pen ready or uh, your phone? Or we'll probably put this in description. So do you have a copy and paste ready? (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're right. So Sit Down Be Hungry has a phone number. It is 415-366-6344. Which also means 415-366-EGG. So, I mean, we just want to hear from you. So, like, if you have any food questions... Just leave us a voice message, like a party line. Yeah, and talk about edible stuff with us. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Also, also the normal plugs. Let them know the normal plugs. So, follow us on Sit Down Be Hungry on Instagram. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And uh, hit scribe. Uh, whoa. Hit, <laughs> hit scribe and sub like. Hit scribe and like. Just kidding. Hit like and subscribe. Who are you, Cyclone Jenny? Oh, no. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Whatever. You'll be getting enough of her for the time coming. Yes. So I'm going on vacation. Again. Again. I'm jealous. Again. You know what? I've been busting my ass to make this happen. You have been. I'm still so, jealous. That doesn't change that I'm jealous, though. Well, screw you, Chavin. <laughs> that's Anyways, fair. Anyways, I'm going I already to lost to Flan today and, and chops and dice, so I'm, that's fine. I'll just I'll just sink down there. We keep, we keep on doing that. I know. I'll just sink down in this, this couch. <laughs> uh, me, Jenny, and Nikki. Jenny and Nikki went with me to Vietnam and Korea or, uh, la- end of last year. And um, this time, my mom's coming. So we're going to do a couple days at Disney World, which will be my first time going there. Should we start calling your mom Mama Piece? 
Mama Peace? Why? I don't for Dine Peace. Oh, I don't know. I was like, why? <laughs> I don't know. I just tried to correlate because I was like, you I haven't mean, nicknamed your mom yet. My mom likes Mama. Because my mom is Mama Dang. So she, I my mom likes Mama Fam. That's her Instagram. Yeah, Mama Peace is funny to me though. All right, you, you, I might start playing the universe. We'll see. She'll she'll respond. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so we're going to go to Disney World for a few days. I have not decided if all of our meals will happen at the park yet, uh, but I think a good chunk of them are because Jenny does get a discount on the food. Yes. So might as well. And, you know, turkey legs is turkey legs. Eh, I don't, corn I dogs is corn, corn dogs. dogs. I don't care about the turkey legs, corn dogs. Or and double fist, one of each in each hand, <laughs> which would be totally on brand for this show too, which yes, is cool. Yes, totally. Um, and then also going to Cuba for the remainder of that week. Oh, no, by the way, going to Cuba. BT Dubs going to Cuba. I'm a little nervous. So like, the I don't know, is it Cubano? Can I get a Cubano in Cuba? I don't know. Or is it like a strictly Miami thing? Or is thing? it a Miami thing? Because I'm nervous because I don't like mustard. But in that context, it's going to work. I don't know. You got to you gotta try one with and it, that, to gonna, know for sure. I'm going to take a bite of everyone else's sandwich first and decide if I'm going to get it or not. Chavid loves mustard, so he would just go and like eat mustard. it as it is because he appreciates it. I'll eat it just without mustard. So anyways, I don't know if you have any food wrecks for Cuba or Disney World. Send them my way. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'm very excited for this trip because usually... When I go on trips, I super planned out what what, what I want to do, have all these like things booked. And this is the first time in a long time that I'm kind of just free falling this trip. Like we don't have any plans. I feel bad that the song started playing in my head. I know, head. in my head too. It really did. God, we messed both of ourselves up we just now. We actually didn't book anything and we're just kind of figured out day by day and just, I kind of just want to hang out. Like we figured, we thought maybe our second day in Cuba We'll go away and go to Vadadero Beach and just kind of chill out because we assume we'll probably be pretty tired Seems from like Disney World. Seems like a beach World. situation. We'll be tired from Disney World. Yeah. And so that's the only thing kind of planned. So I'm very excited for this. Don't know what's going to happen and uh, don't know what I'm going to eat really. It's going to be well though, good though, despite I've, no matter you know, what. The only thing that kind of makes me sad is like, because I am a tourist, I have these benefits that the locals do not have. And so that kind of makes me sad. Like I know I can eat eggs, but... A Cuban cannot have any eggs. Just mm. how fucked up the government the is. Uh, I mean, yeah. also too on the same coin to kind of make some light out of. It. At least you are supporting someone that's yeah. making a living doing that too. Yeah. So that was actually um, so it, to enter Cuba now you have to qualify under ten reasons on why you're going to be granted a visa. Uh-huh. And so the one I chose was to support the Cuban people. So that's an easy one to. Um, choose to go. And I look forward to the stories if you're able to get... I know, I'm not going to be able to post stories. Well, I look forward to the ones you, you're going to post when you get back and I think have I'm going to have to like record a lot of things and share it later But it's on. probably going to be nice to kind of, you know, unplug for a little nice bit, right? To, yeah, unplug yeah. a little bit. So I'm jealous um, for you for that because I feel like I should unplug and I could but I just, I can't It's too easy to stay plugged in. Stay plugged in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So, so here on the mainland, <laughs> while you're doing that, also again to bring up Shout out to Jug, a.k.a. at Slaps and Smacks. He's really rallying the group right now because there's a Golden Corral that's opened up in Concord. I've never been to Gordon Golden Corral. <laughs> Growing up in SAC, I think we have one in Elk Grove. I've maybe gone to it once or twice. What is it comparable to that I would know? See, that's the thing. It is kind of unique. Like, there's a lot of other buffet chains out there. Oh, it's a, I didn't know it's a buffet. It's a buffet chain. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it I is a buffet chain. Okay. But, I mean, me growing up, where I, we had, like, maybe Hometown Buffet was pretty common. Um, that was really the main one. Sizzler, was, for me, was what it was growing up. We had sizzlers around, but I didn't go to too many of them. And I feel like this one is... It's that a little, cheesy bread, man. So, and then Golden Corral is kind of known for like, I think they do seafood and meat pretty good. Okay. They have like this fondue situation people are into. Oh. But it's been years for me too. So I can see why Jug has been so adamant about going. And um, he's really trying to rally some troops. So while so you're... Conquered? 
Uh, the, the one that's opened up out here, yeah. Yeah. So whenever we get time, he might corral the homies to do so. Um, you guys are going to go without me? I mean, that's you're going rude. To, you're going to Cuba without us? That's rude. Uh, I invite, I said, hey, I'm going. We're saying, hey, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I but gave it, you the opportunity first. Yeah. Oh, hey, you got to bring that up with Jug, not me. Oh, um, maybe we will put it off till you get back. But I know this is going to happen sometime soon. Um, if you have any like Golden Corral hacks or tips that you appreciate, please slide them our way. Um, other than that, um, I don't buffet it up very often. So we'll see what happens if we make it. I'll probably be doing some stories while we're there. So look out for that. On a like cleaner, not as uh, not as excessive side, we are big fans of S and M vegan chefs here on the show. They do also again Asian influenced vegan food to a very high degree. Very good flavors. Um, we've had it a few times here here and there around the East Bay, and they've just announced a couple more dates. Most upcoming, I think the show will be out by then is uh, April nineteenth at the Double Standard in Oakland on Telegraph. Mm-hmm. And uh, their locks has been amazing. Their sandwiches are really good. Um, overall, you don't miss meat when you eat that stuff. No, and it's, it's so good. incredibly good. So they're popping up soon. Um, we're fortunate enough to eat a lot of pop-ups here in the Bay, but there's just one coming up that um, I'm excited to have. So that's what I'll be doing here on the mainland while Dine Peace is on the beach. Hell yeah. So until then, eat something really good. Tell us about it. Maybe give us a call. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Yes. Thank you so much. Later. Bye. Real monsters. <laughs> <laughs>